0: Welcome back to another episode of
1: Tinfoil Hat.
0: Tinfoil Hat.
1: Come with me into the waters of conspiracy with Sam Tripoli. Sam? Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. (laughs) Mr. Sam Tripoli. Sam Tripoli. With my friend Ryan Davis.
2: the fuck are you guys even talking about? Are
3: you ready to get
2: your mind blown? Revolution will be podcasted. And welcome to another exciting show. We have a packed studio for everybody. Uh, I mean, this show is going to be off the hook. We're super excited. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you for all your positive uh, 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 comments, tweets, everything. Joining me, as always, is my partner in crime, Ryan Davis, everybody. Open minds and open hearts. Yes. And, guys, I will be at the Philly Punchline August 24th through the 26th. Go to uh, phillypunchline.com backslash Tripoli and uh, get those tickets home, boy. I promise you it will be a murder fest. Murder fest. So, uh, join us in studio. Uh, one of my favorite people on the planet, uh, hilarious, the most un- unique dude I know, Brody Stevens.
1: Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Ryan. I am. Ex- I'm happy, excited to be here.
2: Oh, well, you know, uh, uh where are you going to be? You got anything coming up? You
1: got any uh, shows coming up? Well, I'll be at the Bumper Shoot Festival Labor Day weekend up in Seattle, Washington. That's a fun one. I just your got...
2: old stomping grounds.
1: Yeah, I started uh, my comedy open mic career in Seattle, learned to uh, public speak, and so it's it's always good to go back home yeah. to the home of my my comedy. The
2: home of your people.
1: Yeah, my aunts and uncles live up there. Yeah, my cousins. Yeah, uh, I sold yeah. T shirts for the Seattle Supersonics. Yeah, you know. So Sean I, Kemp, Sean Kemp, Should Gary he be Payton. Be in the Hall of Fame? I don't. Well, the fact that we have to think about it means no.
2: Well, he's an all-decade player. Anyways, Brody Stevens, thank you for coming in. We're super you excited to have you. You got it, on. Uh, guys. Go to allallcomedyteeshters th- dot and grab those shirts. They're they're selling, man. Tinfoil hat T-shirts, smoke weedy, pussy, hail Satan's, really popular, really popular.
1: Yeah, I'd like to sell some T-shirts.
2: Yeah, well, we'll make some Let's, for you. You gotta add, help me,
1: Sam. You could you could take care of me. I
2: will. And the woke prints, and we also have awesome stickers. So go get that stuff. Rock and rollin', guys. Go to the Instagram. It is uh, doing really well. We just started. We already have 600 followers. Tinfoil hat pod on Instagram. Uh, Go to Reddit. Put in tinfoil hat show. And, yeah, man, people are posting their own stuff, putting all the podcasts. This podcast will be up on there, too. And, of course, everyone's favorite Twitter account, the weirdest one possible, Uh, Mad Hatter 39ers. Yes, that's our tinfoil hat podcast. Boom. So we are here live. Oh, fuck, we didn't do the television, but uh, who needs it? We're good. We're flying by sea of, uh, of our pants. Joining us uh, via the power of Skype. You want to tell us a little bottom, Ryan? Can you tell us? That's
0: right. We got Brian Toohey here. He's the author of three awesome books you should check out if you like anything about sports and sports rigging and gambling.
2: Yeah, he's been featured on ESPN, Sports Illustrated, Vice Sports, uh He's been uh, on the uh, Bleacher Report. He's got a couple amazing books. Please welcome Brian me, everybody. Tui, everybody, welcome.
3: Hey, how are you guys doing today?
2: Thanks for coming on the show. I appreciate it. Are you sponsored by Under Armour?
3: No, I am not. But you're good point. Yeah, I do have the shirt on. Sorry, I should have put a piece of you know duct tape over that.
1: No, no, no. We love it. Syracuse colors.
2: Those aren't Syracuse colors
1: I, th- I see, oh, well you're from that area There's I see
2: orange and navy blue Okay, <laughs> does anyone see orange on that? I see purple, white, There's and orange. cranberry That's orange? Do you see orange? That's orange Oh no, this is like that is
1: the That dress weird blue dress blue thing or gray? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if you get your eyes looked at I see orange Shit Holy See shit. a brick wall too? He's like at the improv
2: Aaron, are you going to be able to get him on the Okay, He's cool done. That's cool. So thank you for joining us. Uh, you know, Brody and I thank both you. have our own sports podcasts uh, on top of this one. Brody, tell us about your sports podcast.
1: My sports podcast is bringing comedians with athletes, athletes with comedians, and it's also allowing me to have a platform to go out and interview the baseball players and have be some videos, and I just feel like all things comedy is a place for me to do it. We're we're men. We, we sports is accepted here. I've done shows on other networks where it's kind of taboo, so I feel at home here at all things comedy. What's the name of the podcast? I don't know yet. Okay. I've done five <laughs> episodes. Um, it's going to be like sports with Brody or Brody Sports. I'm still still trying to put it together. I'm How trying about to... the bullpen. I like that, but that's been done before. Okay, I've seen that name. That's I th- a
2: podcast.
1: Yeah, there's a guy who has the bullpen. I was thinking like bullpens with Brody, but that's been taken, you know, the guy jumped to it. But I got it yeah, title means everything and I need to have t shirts, I need to have a website, and you have a Twitter page, and you're just the guy to hold yeah. my hand through this yeah. process. I will
2: help you, dude. How about the perfect game with Brody Stevens?
1: Oh, that's... I like that. Okay. See you already just <laughs> came up with one. Boom, that's how I operate. <laughs> I mean that that's that's amazing. Well,
2: dude, Uh, Today's episode, as you know, is conspiracy podcast. Okay. You know, we shouldn't even call it conspiracy. I don't. I decide I don't like that word anymore. You don't. I want to call it a discussion, an open discussion of ideas not presented in the mainstream media. That's That's a long. That's a long tagline. But But I like like it. Open minds, you know.
1: Yeah. Um. Fringe. You just define conspiracy. Okay. (laughs) You say
2: tomato, I say tomato. Uh, our guest via the Power of Skype has an amazing, uh, very interesting website called thefixesin.net in which he basically believes most pro sports are rigged.
1: Wow. Yeah.
3: Now, let's get into where
1: you this need all-
2: more?
3: That's what already need, isn't it? What's that? You need to know more. You need to know
2: more than that. That's kind of the whole thing. Yeah, well, 100%. So that's yes. why you're on. We're here discussing. We have people hitting us up all the time going, get this guy on, get this guy on. We had a bunch of people hit us up about you, so we're glad you could make it. Uh Aaron is our resident uh skeptic. Thoughts, Aaron? Are all pro sports rigged? No. Okay. See, this is what we're working
3: with. This is what we're working <laughs> that's with. That's the conversation we got going on. That's solid.
1: Okay. I don't think, no, think baseball is rigged, but go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Brian
3: i going just say, Here's the thing. You, you said you got your skeptic and your conspiracy show. The, the problem is, is I think actually you guys, being the conspiracy theorists like myself, are actually the skeptics. Really? Because we're not believing we're not believing what the mainstream media is telling us. Oh, I, we're I like that. Of what's being thrown at us? Yeah, so it Aaron. Gets thrown, it gets thrown in the conspiracy area, but the fact is, is conspiracy theory has such a negative connotation, it gets instantly dismissed. But if you say, hey, look, I'm skeptical of professional sports, I'm skeptical of what they're telling me because they're trying to sell me something, then that's very legitimate. But if I say I'm a conspiracy theorist, which I've called myself before, then I just get thrown in a certain pile and usually discarded. But if I say, hey, look, I'm skeptical of this, I'm questioning it, which I think I am and am allowed to do, then it changes the whole conversation right off the bat. All
1: right, but now you're a journalist, and that's kind of – not great these days.
3: Yeah, well, I don't think he's a journalist. I think he's
2: just uh, independent. I'm, yeah, guy I, who's you know asking yeah, questions. Yeah, the
1: kind of really, uh, you're an in investigator. Oh, exactly. I like that. Yeah, I'm just being devil's advocate. I'm just okay, I just so know how these people. Okay, so now we got skeptic, think.
2: a devil's advocate. Yeah. Does anyone know where we can get a lion and a tin man, too? Well, are we going to see the wizard here? Listen. Well, if you, want, if you want my full title,
3: I'm actually now a scholarly authority, believe it or not.
2: What does that... That sounds like something you tell chicks who work at Hooters. What does that mean?
3: I, oh, yeah. Well, actually, what happened was the American Gambling Association uh, quoted me and cited me in a brief they filed to the Supreme Court. Ooh. And because of that, because now I'm recognized, basically, by the Supreme Court on a scholarly authority. Wow. It, uh, Supposedly that holds a lot of weight. So you, you gotta put
1: put got to put that, that on. You got to put that on your Wikipedia page.
2: Yeah, you should put that on a T-shirt. I
1: should. I yeah. should. You're very right. Do
2: you yeah. ever drop that on chicks? Seriously, you ever been like, well, I mean, I mean, technically, I'm a, you know, s-
3: you have to throw it out when you get the chance, definitely.
2: Yeah. <laughs> how do the How do the ladies re, uh, uh, react to that when they find you? What, what's it? What
3: is it again? They They basically look at me like a confused dog. I mean, what? You know, <laughs> they don't care.
2: They just want rappers. That's all these chicks want are fucking rappers. Well, what, what
0: really caught my attention is that you got all your information from the FBI's files of the Freedom of Information Act. Is okay, that...
2: let's, before we get to that, I want to yeah. start, where does this all start? Where, how do you go, where does this journey begin? Even how I came into doing yeah, this? Yeah,
0: like what made you,
3: like,
0: were you watching well, like WrestleMania and you saw Undertaker do something? you're like, this can't be real.
3: No, what happened was, was I was a fan of professional sports for a very long time. And what started to get to me was coincidences, because I don't believe in coincidence. I don't believe when you got billions of dollars at stake that just things coincidentally happen. And so what I kept seeing is results in sports that always seem to benefit the league. They always seem to get the matchup they wanted. They always seem to get the superstar in the finals. They, They always seemed to go the league's way. And I said, well, wait a second. How is this possible? Because I know... That the league can control everything that surrounds the game. I mean, I know that they control the they can control the media and the way it's reported. I know they can you know they can control the gambling that surrounds these games. They control the drug testing. I mean, they control everything that surrounds the games. But supposedly, they believe whatever goes on to the field just is happenstance. What happens happens, and I don't believe that. I believe they have the control. And as I started doing research into this, I realized look, they can legally control what happens out on the field. They can legally fix their own games. There's no law. That prevents the nfl or the nba from rigging its own contest and getting the desired result that they want and in fact it would be the best business decision and these are multi-billion dollar businesses it would be the best business decision to make sure certain things happen because that's going to drive more people to their tv it's going to give them higher ratings it's going to give them more income that's the best thing for them to do so i started looking into this and once i got into it i realized game fixing from a gambling end isn't something that's really researched very much in the United States. And I basically filled that niche. It filled that void that no one else was willing to walk down.
2: Now, uh, so this you get this feeling that, hey, man, uh, something doesn't seem right. It always seems like sports is going in the way of whoever's going to make the most dollars. So you decide to use the Freedom of Information Act with the FBI. Is that where, where it begins?
3: No, I actually did a lot of research for my first book called The Fixes In outside of the FBI. And it was at the very end of writing that book that I learned that the FBI had literally over 400 files related to game fixing in professional sports. And the NFL, for example, claims it's never had a game fixed in its entire almost 100-year history now. That's never happened.
1: That's hard to believe. The game books have
3: never influenced the game. Exactly. Well, I went to the FBI. I got all these files from the FBI, and I found, you know, dozens of games that the FBI looked at. What is that process (laughs)
2: like? I mean, that's got to be paperwork. I mean, just trying
3: to get – so the pulled teeth well it's not like google it's not like you can go to the fbi and say give me everything you have on the nfl give me everything you have on boxing it doesn't work that way i mean the people and, at
2: the post office are assholes i can't imagine
3: <laughs> what the people at the fbi must be like well well you know, they actually i wound up on a list i'm on an official fbi list i'm on the vexum filer list who are you a about 35 other people.
2: <laughs> Sounds like a rare disease, dude. Th- this Pretty f- much.
1: But this is what I think, Brian. I think that they've always spoke about it for years, how the NBA is quote-unquote rigged, and they always try to get the two best teams there in the playoffs because the referees kind of yeah. can decide how they're going to call the game. Then you have in football <laughs> – and this is just me. I mean, obviously, you've studied this more. This is just my surface feel. Then you have in football, you always hear them talking about the spread like, okay, the gambling guys. You know, Al Michaels was always throwing something out there for the spread. And then in baseball, I don't know. So I know Pete Rose, you know, we had that and the Black Sox back in the day, but I don't know how to. Black
2: Sox is pretty big. I mean, it's a World Series.
1: Yeah, that. Uh... That's it, but I'm saying to this day and age, I don't know how to a player how they well, can influence a game. I mean, I, game. we're gonna get into
2: all these okay. sports. I, I, I want to go in through each sport uh, as the show goes okay, on. I was bouncing around. We have some time. No, no, it's totally this. It's uh, open dialogue. Oh, okay. So you 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 have uh, this. Uh, you're on this list. How has this a uh, list affected you?
3: Not in any way that I'm aware. You don't fly of. a
2: lot. I mean, yeah. you, you
3: can't. You, I mean, you just <laughs> no, must. I don't get, to fly You no,
2: just must no. get finger blasted at the airport. They must be looking for something <laughs> in weird places.
3: No, I'm sure I'm on you know more than one list because of this now. But the funny thing is, and most people don't believe this, but it's the honest to God truth. To help me get through the FBI and the Freedom of Information Act request, is I actually came across a guy online um, who I talked with who. Literally told me he works for a secret government agency. What? And Julian Assange? Believe, believe it or not, he really does work for a secret government agency. And he's the guy who really helped me formulate a plan on how Is to do it. Is that the name into- of the agency?
2: Super yeah. secret agency?
3: No. no, he wouldn't he really wouldn't go into it. But the more I've learned about him over the years, the more we've stayed in contact, the more I realize he's not he's not kidding around. He actually works for some secret government agency. Can
1: I see and his LinkedIn page? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and he's also on the investment filer list with me.
2: Oh, hold, on, right hold on. So, well, what chat room did you guys well, on a, a, a MySpace chat room? Like, where'd you, guys, where'd you guys meet?
3: No, I found him through, I don't remember, some sort of internet search. And Craigslist? He had a little website. No, not Craigslist. I mean, he had a legit, well, legit as the internet could be, website. And I sent him an email, I asked him a question, and he said, Give me your phone number, I'll call you. So I said, all right, here, and he called me like within five minutes. And we started chatting, and it's, we've just had relationships since then. Wow, he's your deep throat, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Yeah. He's what, a really, you... really interesting dude, let me tell you.
1: What, is this like a 4chan thing? Is that where mm. – what is that all about? The four... Why is he going to be on 4chan, dude? It's 4chan, but there's, that's the dark web, yeah.
2: isn't that? No, it's that? not the
1: dark web. Oh, it's not?
2: The dark web is, is something else. That is the – 4chan is more like the 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 skid marks in the underwear of the internet.
1: Oh, I didn't I thought 4chan was really deep. I wanted to buy some uh Fortune nuclear 4chan stock. Yeah, I well, I was going to get uh some nuclear weapons and rent, get a girl. <laughs> that's you can a... buy you can human trafficking. Come
2: on, dude, it's bad timing. That that <laughs> that British model got kidnapped and she was going to be sold into sex slavery, dude.
1: Well, we, that that's what you know gave dark, me the thought.
2: That got okay. some connections. No worry. We'll hook you up. Brian. So so, uh, he does he give you any information to let you know you're going down the right path?
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's how he did. That's how he helped me out. Okay. And then he would actually help me formulate, you know, how the best way to word things and certain things to ask for to get deeper into some of these files. Because a lot of times, the FBI obviously will do the minimum amount of effort they can. You know what I mean? If you ask for this, they're like, here, fine. But there's actually a lot of times more things affiliated with what you're asking for. And he helped me figure out how to get those things out of the FBI to get really what I
2: wanted. Well, to me, it's always crazy that they they actually give you the documents.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: no, 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 no. No, you can get it. You know, it's just, it's so weird that they're just like, like, hey, fuck you. We're the FBI. We're not going to do anything. But people don't
1: want to research. They don't, you know, it's like, I'm not going to say Ally, I'm not going to quote Infowars, but they talk about this stuff is online. Go read this. He says this crazy stuff, and he says I read it here. You think this stuff is hard to find? It's not if you just ask and it's and dig around. I'm not saying it what what Brian did was uh, you know anybody can do.
2: But, no, no, but obviously there are some stuff that you have to actually be given it by the the government.
1: You have to have those relationships, I guess. Right.
2: Right. So my point but, is, like, I can't believe they actually just give it to you. And I guess they have to keep up the facade.
3: Is that what it is? Or trust no, you? I don't think so at all. I mean, I think, you know, what he just said, though, is the funny part is anybody could have done what I did. Just no sports writer dared to do it. Nobody bothered. I mean, anybody could have looked up this stuff, sent these requests, and got a lot of the information that I received. I mean, so that's the funny thing to me is the fact, and it kind of shows, how much research the sports media will do into some of these cases is they won't do anything. They don't care. Whatever, you know, yeah. if the police says, Hey, this guy was arrested. Fine. But they're not going to go digging for their own information. They're just going to report what was hand said to them. And that's the part that I find scary with the sports media is that really anybody could have done what I did, but they just chose not to. Right. But right. There. Well, I mean, that's and, just I mean, the, the media. Stuff I, found, the stuff I found revealed that like hall of fame, NBA players, hall of fame, NFL players, Muhammad Ali. These guys were all involved in fixed fights, in fixed football games,
1: and football. What? Fixed well, games. I mean, look at the the punch the, the, against uh, what, what, Muhammad Ali, and uh, was it Floyd Patterson or no, somebody? No, Sonny, Sonny Liston. Sonny Liston. I mean, that was the yeah. the fake knockout, you know. And they, there's a story behind fight. that.
2: Well, here, let's start with this. I, I, I'm going to ask you this. I, often, I get talked. I talk about the deep state on the show and the shadow government and a whole bunch of different stuff whether it's you know our foreign policy pedogate whatever there's always stuff and people always go to me well or even like nasa and all the shady stuff that people believe they're into I, people always go why hasn't somebody talked and my opinion is is because these initiation rituals that they have, they're very selective on who they let get up to certain levels and certain levels. But in sports, it seems like there's a lot more people in, in, the, in, the, in the club and there's a lot of people who lose their money very quickly that you would hear people saying this. Oh, this is rigged. This was fixed. This is all that stuff.
3: But I don't see, I don't think that's the case. Cause I think, you know, we learned again, if you go back to the government compartmentalization, you only need to know what you need to know. So if you're the sports media, for example, if you're NBC, if you're ESPN, the league doesn't have to tell you that, Hey, we're going to rig this game for this team or this team. They don't need to know that they can report on what's happening naturally. And it even sounds better if they don't know what's coming. I mean, obviously the league may know, Hey, we'd rather see the Cavaliers in the NBA finals or the Warriors in the NBA finals. Now, and that's what would make ESPN happy or TNT happy, so we'll do that. But they don't need to communicate that openly. They don't need to put it on letterhead that says, hey, we're going to make sure this happens. So I think you can compartmentalize a lot of those things. And I think, you know. Which makes sense because also- that's smart. I mean, like, you see these Hillary email dumps, and you're like, why would you write that in an email? Exactly. What do you f- Well, and I think, too, with the NBA, for example, I mean, you had Tim Donahue. Tim Donahue came out and said, you know, look, this is what happened. I got busted for gambling, fine. But you know what? The NBA's been rigging games. They've been doing it through the referees. They don't even openly tell us what to do, but we understand what we need to do to make them happy because they're our employers and we'll do what they tell us to do. And that's why it's not illegal for a league like the NBA to rig its own games. If the employer's telling the employees, the NBA's telling the referees, hey, we want you to call a tighter game on him, or give, you know, LeBron James more room to work. So if anybody gets close to him, you call a foul, that'll give him free space. You're manipulating the game. You're altering the outcome. And now that Donnie came out and said that, now when he comes out and says anything else, he's instantly called, well, he's disgraced, referee, referee, you know, Tim Donnie. Oh, he had a gambling problem. Oh, he was busted by the FBI. So instantly they discredit this guy, no matter what he's going to say. So I think anybody who does become a whistleblower or wants to become a whistleblower First of all, there's no money in doing it. But second of all, if you do do it, if you don't have concrete evidence that something like this happened, you're just going to be destroyed in the media by coming out and saying it.
2: Now, uh, so you're not saying that it's like scripted like the NFL. You're just saying that they're, I mean, excuse me, you're not saying it's scripted like wrestling, my apologies. But you're saying they uh, wink, wink, nod, nod uh, to get favorable outcomes and matchups.
3: Yeah, at certain times, I think they put their finger on the scale to push games in certain ways. I mean, I don't think, yeah, at the beginning of this NFL season, they're going to say, hey, look, we want the Cowboys to win the Super Bowl, so we're going to make that happen because there's so many things that they would have to do. They'd have to avoid injuries and all these other things. But I think if you get to the playoffs and you see somebody start to rise, you know, and you see a team that starts to rise and gets more media attention and more fans excited, then I think the league may say, okay, let's try to massage it. Let's try to push this team here. Push that team there, push that player, and see what we can do. And but all you have to do is rig one game like that. If you rig one game, you've destroyed that league's credibility, right? No, I then get there. Okay, I want to
2: get into real quick uh, before we get into the actual individual sports. Uh, you get these FBI uh, documents. What's in them? What 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 is in there that leads you to make the this belief that people like Muhammad Ali and all these Hall of Famers
3: are are knowing participants in it? Well, these were all basically investigations from a gambling aspect, okay? So I'm talking about guys like Will Chamberlain, for example, is prominently discussed in a couple different FBI files as the betting on games in which he played, which means right now Will Chamberlain should not be in the NBA Hall of Fame. If you don't want Pete Rose in, Wilt should be out. Bob Holy Cousy shit. should be out. Oh,
1: okay. Bob Kuzi. So, that breaking yeah, news. Out. Breaking news, reporting live. Bob that dude Cousy. with the little
2: short shorts, not only did he wear short shorts, but he all
3: he fucking bet on his own games. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, there's guys like that that are in these files. And the funny thing is, is the FBI may redact it. You know, they don't black things out like they used to. They actually white things out nowadays. But they'll say, it'll be hilarious, It they actually say stuff like Kansas City quarterback Blank, who threw for, you know, 230 yards and three touchdowns in the game played on this state. Well, you know, how hard was it to figure Len, out whose name they took Len out?
1: Len Dawson. Yeah,
3: bang. It was that quick. I mean, that's how easy it was oh. to decipher even though they take somebody's name out. Besides Bob
2: Cousy, which you just blew our minds, um, who, yeah. any other interesting names on
3: that list? Well, I think one of the best was actually this guy named Mendy Rudolph.
2: Mendy Rudolph?
1: Mendy like Rudolph. Jewish so, guy. He was, really? It he, sounds like know.
2: somebody who was in charge of, uh, like, USOs for the Nazis.
3: <laughs> Mendy Rudolph, I don't
1: know, interesting name
3: He was an NBA He's a Hall of Fame NBA referee Who literally wrote the book On NBA officiating That they still use to this day He was known to be a heavy gambler He was known to go to the racetrack in disguise To gamble And he was known by the FBI to bet on games In which he officiated Oh my god it's just... now, See the funny thing is is That's in my book But The NBA Pick up on it. Did Sports Illustrated pick up on it? I mean, I files. I'm not making it up. I'm no, saying no, no. this is I'm with the, NBA, you. the FBI does. What percentage? Nobody, nobody
2: to what percentage of WNBA games do you think are rigged? <laughs> WNBA
3: games? Yeah. I mean, uh,
2: if there's ever ever a league you could fucking make a killing on gambling, is the fucking WNBA
3: because nobody's watching. Oh well, that's a big part of it, sure. I mean, you look, but you look worldwide, and you can see soccer matches are rigged. Okay, I talked. Let's get um, into that. Uh, uh, world Cup, kind of, you know, Euro leagues, all over the world, and yet you know, in the United States, supposedly this crap doesn't happen. Right. That's so, is
2: there concrete evidence that the Euro leagues and the, I mean, we got to know the World Cup is dirty,
1: right? Totally. Uh, by the way, I have concrete evidence that Mendy Rudolph was jewish <laughs> breaking news breaking news he died at in 1979 4th of july he was patriotic 53 kind of young it might have been a hit i don't know shalom 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 he Follow- looked
2: like he looks like the uh, uh, a jewish version of uh spock yeah
1: yeah and you know what he covered <laughs> he was a commentator for cbs sports and the nba on cbs for two seasons 75 to 77 pretty cool
2: I was going to say uh, Leonard Nimoy was Jewish. Okay, okay, so that's why it works. That's why it works. Um, So let's get into football. Football, what what do you know about the rigging over there? I mean, we have the flopping, we have all that. Well,
3: if you you pay any attention to soccer at all, it's crooked all over the world. Really? All over the world. Oh, yeah, pick a league. You want the Bundesliga, the main league in Germany, crooked. Serie A soccer in Italy. Com- incredibly corrupt. Are there instances
2: of this? Do you Thanks. have any instances where you know this to be true?
3: Oh, you know, take a look, you know, do a quick Google search and you'll find hundreds of them. I mean, La Liga, or no, I'm sorry, Serie A in Italy has literally been known to be match fixing in it for the past 10 years. It involves players, referees, coaches, and owners, okay, oh. fixing matches over there. It's corrupt for the past 15 years, yet. They broadcast it on American TV on, like, Fox Sports or something like that, and act like none of this has ever gone on.
1: You're talking about, like, Manchester United, that kind of stuff, those uh, those European rules? Oh, I know the players always fake being heard, but this is a whole other thing, you Did know, you, bring dude, out the stretchers.
2: If you can't trust a third-world
3: soccer game, <laughs> what kind of fucking hope do we have in this world? Well, You know how great soccer has been, too? is in soccer, they've actually made fake national teams and played them in fake tournaments for betting purposes. Oh my God. That's how good they are at fixing matches in soccer. They can take in the, you know, people say you can't fix the NFL or Major League Baseball because there's too many parts. In soccer, like in, I think it was in Korea, they knew that they could say, we want this game to end 3-1, to and the game would end 3-1. to hmm. That's how good they were at fixing matches. Oh.
1: But how, how would you say, you know, with the Pete Rose – because that gets confusing with how he bet on the team to win. But how would you say in baseball, for example, how would you affect – the who would you have to get to? Uh, strike zones. But everything is right on – everything is uh... – uh, Who's
2: that guy – that one ref just had it like uh, – his strike zone was like a fucking time portal. It was so big <laughs> – the guy had like thirty strike.
1: But the guys, the umpires are pretty. Uh, the strike charts that they have on the games, the little graphics, it seems like they're pretty right on with that. I, I don't think there's too much of like really. Uh, what, and then they have instant what about replay. That
2: Yankee. What about the the Yankee versus Orioles series, which kicks off the Yankee Empire with Jeter? Uh huh. Where that kid. Catches the ball, okay, and they call it a home run. Jeffrey which completely uh, changes that series.
1: I don't know. If that was a, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if that was a conspiracy necessarily. And yep. I don't know if the I, if I don't, you're
2: the if you're Major League Baseball, what team do you want in the World Series? Of
1: course, the Yankees. But that is not something that was planned out. Put the kid out there and catch this ball,
2: right? Yeah. There's no replay. There's no. It's just the umpire blew it.
1: Oh, yeah, it was, a t- it was a tough thing. I mean, yeah, they wanted the Yankees to be in it, but I don't know how, uh, you know, I just don't know how baseball could be influenced like basketball these days.
3: Strike well, zones. I think he's, he's right with the strike zone. I think if yeah. you take an umpire, a home plate umpire, and obviously he can't stop the ball from flying out of the yard. But if you, every borderline pitch, if you call it a strike, you know, you're favoring the pitcher right off the bat. I mean, because it immediately becomes, a, you know, or one count, that changes the hitter's mentality. If you call those borderline pitches a ball, then it's going to put pressure on the pitcher. I mean, it's just those subtle little tweaks that can really alter the outcome of uh, the I game. Mean, like, and like you said, we've seen numerous times where strike zones are insanely
1: Yeah, I've seen off. that. I've seen that. But the,
2: the, the greatest example ever of corruption, at least in American sports, the Black Sox.
1: Yeah, that yeah. Was, well, that was back in the, uh, I mean, I don't know the whole story. It was such a long time ago. Eight men out. I guess I should Boy, rent I, it. I, I,
2: well, it. wasn't when Jesus well, well, was around and it was on papyrus. There, you know, no. it was like literally like 100 years ago. Well,
3: there's yeah, one thing almost. to know, I think, about the White Sox scandal is that it's one of my favorite quotes, too. The lawyer is representing the White Sox said, look, they're paid to play, not to win. Oh, and that's wow. the same case as it is today. Wow.
1: Yeah, you're right. They I
3: mean, need to play, but not to win. So if shit. they're underperforming and doing so intentionally, what are you going to do about it?
1: Because a lot of these guys that are playing, they're, they'd rather almost play for their country. You know, they're, majorly, they're into the World Baseball Classic. They're into the the Caribbean World Series. They come here to play american baseball and it's like secondary i'm not i'm not saying they're all like that but that there's been talk you
2: about. don't think i mean like i think they come here and really i think they see it as a great way to make money
1: as opposed to wanting to win and and be a fabric of the community
2: <clears throat> i mean like if you go hey what would you rather win the lot La- the latin uh, uh championship or the world series championship i think you might have some people going back and forth but where do they want to play? The Major League Baseball, of course. Right, they do. They get kidnapped out there.
1: But in terms of a lot of people, think they care, they're more passionate about their country than they are about nationalism. Yeah, than they are You're about You probably was Israel. With- I, yes, I am. So I, what's I was born that? Jewish, raised Gemini.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's tread lightly. I know that Brody is Jewish, but his religion is baseball. And the same with Aaron. So let's, let's, uh, let's tread lightly
2: with these gentlemen here. But you know? but let's get into uh, some NBA. M- I think the one get- league that is more is yeah. so manipulated NBA. is the NBA. I mean, all sure. the time. Now, uh, there's a very um, famous case. Uh, of the 1982 New York Knicks that involved cocaine.
3: Yeah. Can you tell that us a little a bit one. about that? Well, that was one of the FBI files I uncovered, and it basically said that three members of the Knicks in the early 80s were basically shaving points as a favor to their cocaine dealer. Oh, and that oh, The wow. cocaine dealer went from betting $500 a game to betting $10,000 a game and was cleaning up With those
1: That's believable. That is believable. Do we know who the three players are?
3: No. Those names were actually redacted enough that I couldn't figure out who they were. But, of course, Michael Ray Richardson, who was known as a cocaine user, did play on that team. He claimed to the New York Post. Because the New York Post actually picked up on that story. They're the only outlet that actually picked up on something out of my book um, related to these FBI files, and that was this game. And they did a little digging, and they went to Michael Ray Richardson, and he claimed, "No, it's not me." But of course, they had no hard evidence. What else is he like gonna that say? File.
1: you got me. You got yeah, exactly. me. exactly. He went off to Europe to go and play, and he had a yeah, he had a drug problem, and I believe he ended up playing over there. Michael Ray Richardson, right? He was on the Nets, also, yeah. I think.
3: If your well, name is was, Michael so, Ray
2: Richardson, yeah. you're either a, ser- a serial killer or a cokehead. Yeah. Those are your options. <laughs> With that name, well, I
3: think he was the first player suspended from the NBA for drugs, actually, in their history.
1: Yeah, he may have been. Yeah,
2: that's. I mean, like now here's the whole thing. Uh, The NBA. I mean, we've seen it a thousand times. Let's go back to the uh, the NBA Finals. Not this year. The year before. Okay, Uh, Golden State versus Cleveland. Yep. LeBron James down three one.
1: Yep, amazing comeback.
2: Gets Draymond Green kicked out for something that didn't even look like what they called it, which was a punch to the nuts. Right. They should have kicked Draymond out the series before, but I don't think they wanted Oklahoma. Well, they were down
3: three one. Yeah,
2: they're down three one.
3: They didn't want to kick him off because of that. Because they well, wanted Golden off.
2: State in the Everton. finals, because everybody loved that team that they had set the record for most wins in the season. Yeah. And you know, and even though Oklahoma City had two great stars, it still wasn't Golden State. And they didn't—they didn't kick him out. He should have gotten kicked out for that stupid karate kick that he does when he shoots.
1: And that would have kept him out of the finals. That would have
2: kept him out of the yeah, finals, exactly. without a doubt.
1: Yeah, he's. Uh, but the other thing is, some of these referees—they probably want to see LeBron James. It's—it's uh, it's fun to watch him play. Uh, it is one, fun to watch him play, but,
2: I mean, he's thrown games.
1: I mean, if you look at you him you think up, LeBron James is thrown games? LeBron
2: James did not try to win in that Boston Celtics game, uh, uh, Cleveland versus Boston, when we found out Delonte West had banged his mom and he just was already ready to leave and he didn't want to do it, And he just—you've seen it.
1: I'm sure guys have had a lot of games like where they throw—they don't care. I don't know if it's about gambling necessarily. What about uh,
3: James Harden in that game six? Oh, James, it was so bad,
2: it. dude.
1: You remember yeah. James Harden? Missing shots. Missing shots, playing sloppy. What was that all about? You think something was going on?
2: Kardashian curse, another one.
1: <laughs> yeah, look what she did to the Cavaliers.
2: Sure. Look who, they just destroyed black athletes. Look at that. Lamar Odom, the Houston Rockets, OJ Simpson. They shish kebobbed him so much, you know? It's true. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, how does it Tristan Thompson or the Cavaliers not see that he's a laughing stock? They lost?
2: I think their vaginas have record deals up inside them. But she's a monster. <laughs> I th- I dude. I like big girls. I'd hit it. Not that big.
1: Yeah, I do. Have you seen her head? I don't care. <laughs> I like a big bitch. Something's. I. I think she. I, I think she's uh, related to OJ. I, she No, looks no, like no. OJ's I, I'll
2: show you a picture of her real dad. It's so obvious. I want to see. It's so obvious. So the Houston Rockets. That was something. Uh, the best example of me. Of I think the NBA wanting a certain team to win for the narrative was the 2010 NBA Finals: Boston Celtics versus Lakers. Boston falls be, I mean, LA falls behind by, I think, thirteen at some point, and from there on, the 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 falls for the, I mean, Kobe's playing like shit. I mean, Kobe is playing like shit. They the the the, the foul differential in that game was thirty-seven foul shots to twenty.
1: Yeah, and the referees can decide that, yeah. right? Yeah, and I think the
2: narrative was oh. Kobe's got five rings. He's going after Jordan's ring. They didn't realize what a drop off he would have after that season.
1: Right, that final. Like it just got
2: just <laughs> gone. Lose your legs. I mean, like another example was uh, when the uh, when when uh, uh, Donald Sterling got busted hanging out with that tranny. Right. You know, and the, those record the, the the recordings come out. Yeah. Uh, there's no way the NBA was gonna allow the clippers to go any farther than the second round no because no of that way.
1: because of the he was still owning the team at yeah, that point yeah because one of
2: their billionaires was banging a tranny transgender was she transgender, transgender. was that true no but, but i hate her so much cuz i'm a clipper
1: <laughs> fan she brought down the team <laughs> she literally destroyed our, our our organization but do you think it's better now with uh, steve Ballmer? i uh, I do think I, um,
2: that's a whole different show, but I yeah. do, yes, I do think it's better. <laughs> okay. But there's no way the NBA was going to let that guy be the part of the talk to keep going.
1: Sterling, of course
2: not. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And it all goes down to ratings, dude.
1: TV ratings. Now, you know, the NBA with the social media, that's a whole, I mean, how does that, that's got to affect things, don't you think, with the social media out there the last, uh, you know, eight, ten years?
3: Well, I think it's it's all a controlling factor. I mean, they they already told teams you can't tweet at each other anymore. They told players you can't send out mean things at each other anymore. I mean, it's just it's part of the control mechanism the league has over these players, despite the fact these guys make you know thirty forty million dollars a year. They're still being told what they can and can't do by the league, and they'll adhere to it. I mean, the NBA you have t- you know game tanking for draft picks, which is a proven thing that a lot of sports writers won't even deny. And that's a fixed game. Yet they won't call it a fixed game. They'll say, oh, they're taking for draft picks. Big deal. Well, the 76ers did it for how many seasons? I mean, literally, we're throwing games. Mark Cuban just admitted on the Dan Patrick show that his team did everything possible they could to lose games this season after they were eliminated from the playoffs. How is that not a fixed game? But th- th- how is that allowed? How, how are fans not revolting over that sort of thing? That I'm paying money for these tickets to teams that are literally throwing games away because they can and no one's punishing for it.
1: Because they're brainwashed. It's... You, you, you hear that. I go up to people. I go, basketball's not that popular. I go, what are you talking about? It's popular on social media. It's popular. It's like uh, Housewives, NBA, the the Hollywood Housewives. Well, it's it's all drama. Best,
2: the best it's ever been. Yeah, so
1: you have to know yeah. that going in. If you're a true uh, sportsman, you're true about the, the craft of the game, you're kind of not going to be into it so much. Maybe you're going to gravitate more towards college and high school. Well, If because- you're,
2: you're going to be a loudmouth, you better be the best at it. And you better be the best at whatever position you play, but we, talent is the only thing that keeps you in there.
1: But they're talking about how the media doesn't cover this. I feel like yeah, NBA basketball and the writers—it's uh, it is like the MSM. It is kind of all—it's uh, all—it's one and the same. The well, news I know and I have, the sportscaster. The,
3: the best example. This is Michael Jordan. Right, you let's, know. Let's go into it. He, he did not retire. That first retirement had nothing to do with walking away from the game. It had everything to do with his gambling problem. Thought oh, you everything think? To do. With his we did an episode
2: on that. I would agree with that. I would 100%. Well, I,
3: I know it for a fact. How do you know for I a know, fact? Oddly enough, because I live in the Chicago area and I went to school in Chicago at the time. I knew you played. would look like Bartman. <laughs> One of my uh, friends, his mom was, an, uh, what's the face? Jerry Reinsdorf's personal secretary. What? And she literally said that they had numerous meetings, the commissioner Jordan and Reinsdorf about Jordan's gambling right before he retired. And that's why he walked away from the game.
2: Oh, I, I wouldn't doubt
3: it. He passed away, so I can't quote her anymore, but yeah, I mean, I know for a fact that's what happened. And that was to cover McDonald's Nike Chevrolet, everything that Jordan stood for the NBA NBC, it covered them all yet. Where was all the sports media at the time doing investigations into Michael Jordan and his gambling problems? Gambling on golf games with known cocaine dealer. Yep. Anybody think about that? Hey. Ever, wonder why the, ever think about the flu game? Cocaine because, you know, dealers just want to help you have, out. Let's not demonize them on this wait, podcast. So the flu game was a great game. Uh, so yeah, what? Yeah, but here's you know why he had the quote unquote flu is because he was coming off a cocaine vendor.
1: Wait, oh. wait, whoa. Michael Jordan. What? what? Wait, hold on. This is breaking news. You're saying Michael up. you're saying Michael Jordan that that uh the flu game in, in Utah, he was he was coming off a cocaine bender? Who hasn't said oh I got well, allergies gambling
3: bender? He was actually in Vegas that night. Yeah. Before that game.
1: Yeah. And so he was At just kind faith, of exhausted. The of game.
3: Yeah.
2: Cocaine gambling and white women will fuck you up. Yeah, you can't get space that's, jam without Coke in the mix. Yeah. mix. yeah, you can't get Space Jam. Yeah. That's the name of his <laughs> Coke was Space Jam. Uh I wouldn't doubt it, dude. I would not go down to Atlantic City. That, I was, mean, a, that, that put, was a big thing. Do you remember when um, Jordan was taking on Larry Bird's Indiana Pacers? And Larry Bird said when he was coaching, he said something very interesting. He, he goes, we knew the game was over when, at the end when Michael Jordan would just start doing layups because he was going to get every single call. And yeah. that is the NBA wanting Michael Jordan. into. Uh, people can say whatever they want. Michael Jordan got every call a thousand times. Michael Jordan he, uh, got
1: every call. Right. A thousand times. And it's is the same case with uh, LeBron? Oh, yeah. Pretty much, yeah.
2: LeBron gets every call. LeBron don't worry
1: about it. Dude. She doesn't. Want and, and are I mean are the fans are the fans okay with this? Apparently they are, right? I don't think
2: everybody's as smart as you think they are.
1: Yeah, they don't they don't look at it just like Brian said that this is this is information that you can get but what what's the upside? What are you going to gain from it other than getting to be on this podcast and write a book? But yeah, maybe guys could write more books about it. I, or is it okay the NBA is okay how it is as long as they don't fix baseball. You know what I mean?
2: I mean, I would think a journalist would want it. Uncover this. I mean, this is pure. I, I just think you. Not if they want to be employed. Yeah, it's all about playing ball, ESPN, dude.
1: you, think you write
2: that article? Look yeah. at look at what is going on in Hollywood. It is all conformist shit. If you don't conform, you don't work. It's as simple as that.
1: How long is that going to last for? It's got to be. It's about people are getting sick of the politically correct stuff. There's got to be a. There's got to be a a tolerance level where we can't take it. Well, I mean,
2: unfortunately, the people who are making have all the money are making all the rules, and they'll do it too. I mean, I don't know, man. I think like shows like this, people love hearing alternative talk.
1: You know, this is real. You know, I I walk around with my periscope. I'm live streaming. That's real. People. Don't like seeing that people on the streets. That's why they flip off the camera sometimes because they know you're showing the real deal and they're in on it. They know don't get this information right. out. I don't know.
2: Let's get into uh, let's get into uh, NASCAR. Oh, really? How's NASCAR rigged? That's so I would never. If you had asked me to name uh, 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 the top four rigged, top five, yeah, I would never have said NASCAR.
1: No, I don't. It doesn't come to my mind. No. Nope. Uh, let's see, Brian. Do you know about that? Oh, are you aware?
3: Oh yeah. I mean, do you care about NASCAR? That's the question. I, I mean, do. NASCAR I like. Cool. I don't I'm mind crazy. it if like it's on. Sound. I'll watch it. It's. I mean, like well, here's the thing: thing is, you can only have so many sports you follow. It's a good old boys. True. You know? But here's the thing: you know, you take horse racing, right? Horse races are rigged all the time, despite the fact that, which is kind of a counter argument to legalize the gambling, where it supposedly we'll reveal all this information. Horse racing's been legal, and gambling on it's been legal for decades, and yet it's incredibly corrupt. It's incredibly fixed. But the reason it is is because the horses don't talk. Yeah. So it's the same with cars and NASCAR. Because they know the snitches get stitches,
2: them. right? That's why no yeah. one road
0: misses. So the cars
3: R. aren't going to tell you anything. So can you prove that a driver's really driving to his full potential by watching the race? No. Can he tell if the car's been, you know, synced with in some way to make sure it runs faster or runs slower than other cars, like the restrictor plate? doesn't have a three-second-of-an-inch, you know, bigger gap in it so the air flows through it better so the car drives faster. can't tell that on TV. All you can tell is what you see. And if you see a car win, then the car wins. But there's been a legend called but, a legend. But,
2: but, 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 I, I know. I mean, yeah, I, I think there's competitive edges. I mean, like you were talking to I saw a video in which you said "Uh, Earnhardt Jr. won the race after his father died.
3: Yeah. That was something on you felt? Time in what's that? It was on prime time in NBC. The first night race ever that they broadcast live on prime time television for NBC it happened to be the race that was back at Daytona after Dale Senior died, and amazingly Dale Earnhardt Jr. won. And after the race, when they interviewed a couple of the drivers who came in like in second and third, they said, "Oh, there was no way we're going to pass Dale and let him lose this race." So if that's well, not a fixed race, when other drivers are saying they intentionally let the other guy win.
1: I, I, don't know get that, I mean, they have teammates. They dra- I mean, that's the thing with, uh, yeah. you know, NASCAR, and they're I guess teammates. they're yeah. their teammates. So they're going to draft, that's and okay, maybe sure. they go, this guy, we want him to get more points, or we want this guy to get it. So there's some of that. I see that. And- no,
2: 100%. But I, I don't know if that's necessarily uh, sinister uh, in that instance. You don't
3: think that's good? Sto- that's not a good storyline? That's, that's a great storyline that he wins. It's in, amazing at, how that works out for NBC then, isn't it? So amazing. There's thirty two cars out there and yet the one they probably wanted to win was the one that won. The one that gave them the big stories, the one that wanted to win. So and how, then how would they go evening. to uh, how would they go Jeff Gordon, wink wink? Is that what it is? Yeah. Well there's actually like I said, there's this legend in NASCAR called the call. Where NASCAR, which remember is a privately family owned business where members of NASCAR would receive phone calls from the higher ups to say today's not your day we're going to let so-and-so win because we need that sponsorship money. We need a Ford car to win, or we need, you know, Pepsi to win at the Pepsi Mm -hmm. race or what have you. I mean, there's been actually not something I made up, something that existed before I came along and started writing about this. And there's been other incidents where they've basically proven that races were fixed. I mean, they've had incidents where drivers have intentionally crashed their car to make a caution flag, to make sure that the guy in the lead wins. It's proven, it's happened. Well, not making it
1: up. Okay, so we, I, get get the her. Let me ask a question. Not to go to college sports. You know, you hear about point shaving. You hear about you hear point shaving. So in college sports, how how is that? Say, you know, NCAA basketball. Well, is, is I that think college more...
2: sports is way easier the rig than like oh. like you know Townsend State. Nobody's watching towns and state. Those guys most likely aren't going to make to the but, league. But what they about, need cash. But
1: they get into the these small teams get into the get into the the championship. You know the brackets. Are you? And t- then these little teams do win.
2: Let me ask you: Do you? They huh. like
1: that actually in NCAA for the little guy to beat the big guy.
2: They they like it maybe once in the early rounds, but later on yeah, they don't because course. big name teams like Kentucky, Duke bring big viewership.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly. So I mean
2: like is is the NCAA basketball tournament rigged?
3: in your the tournaments opinion? Up? I don't think so. No I think the NBA or the NCAA basketball and football is rigged by gamblers so constantly. I think there's point shaving all over it. In fact, the NCAA has actually done their own studies and honestly surveyed their own athletes and they've admitted to fixing games
1: admitted to it but not necessarily losing the game it just could be like hey we're going to win by nine as opposed to 15 or whatever
3: exactly but still that's that's not a legitimate game then calls it
1: and then who benefits from that the gamblers the i mean it's a whole trickle down everybody every somebody there's just different different people involved
3: yeah so let me think about it though think about the corruption level of that though i mean i think you know high school kids be corrupted playing sports because they're treated differently they're actually sometimes recruited by high schools to go there and provided tuition you know to get into this high school just to play basketball football i saw it at my own high school even then these kids get into college and they're corrupted they're paid under the table they're given women they're given cars or whatever else to come play i mean they're corrupted all the way through their career into the pros so i mean you got a kid who's 14 being corrupted and by the time he gets to the pros he's 21 What's he know about corruption? So if you want him to rig a game, if you want him to underperform, hmm. that's all he's already learned. We've taught him that as a society. We've taught him that, you know, because he's great at sports, he's allowed to do certain things. So he throws a game, so he shaves a few points. Big deal. But you know, that's actually altering what we're seeing, and it's not providing us with a true sport, a pure sport. It's just entertainment. That's all it winds up being. But well, let's say you're a kid who reality.
2: does all this, He make it to the NBA and you you flame out. What stops you from coming out and saying something?
3: Prove it. If you did it, all you have is your word, right? If you say the NBA told me to throw this game so it would allow the Lakers to make the finals or the Cavaliers to make the finals, what's everyone going to say to them? Well, prove it. Well, I don't have it written down. I didn't have it recorded. I just It was a handshake deal. They told me if I do this, they'll do that for me. If you got no proof, you have no story, right? With, with Besides the-, the guy's word.
2: With these guys, like I mean, like Ellen Crabtree, he could walk in here, you wouldn't even know who he is. Michael Crabtree's
1: brother, the the
2: football. No, he's just another Crabtree. Okay. And he's making twenty mil a year in the NBA. You don't even know who that dude is. I know that's
1: not that's bad. No, I don't think it's bad. I'm upset.
2: There's only four hundred and twenty of them, dude. They deserve every dollar. That's why they smoke pot. Four hundred and
1: twenty.
3: No, I like that. (laughs) I like that. So, but. Remember, it's easier to make it to Congress than it is to make it to the NBA. Yeah. More congressmen than NBA players. Yeah,
2: it's so, I mean, like, I think they should make, there has to be incentives to keep them wanting to compete. Because, I mean, like, I feel like the Eastern Conference playoffs were just a bunch of dudes who got paid and just didn't care and just was like, LeBron, there you go.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's how it is. That's why a lot of people are down on the NBA when you say it's not. But, but how
2: can you get those be. guys to throw games when they're making that much money?
3: What uh, Do they have a drug problem? Are they taking performance enhancing drugs? Oh. Are they homosexual? Um, do they have a gambling problem? Oh. Everybody's got weaknesses. The mob has proven that, right? The mob knows how to get the people. You don't think the NBA and their cronies know how to get the people? You don't think gamblers know how to get the people? If you've got a weakness, they can exploit it. All they have to do is figure out what your weakness is. I mean, again, why is there no known homosexual players in professional sports?
1: Because there because isn't any.
3: <laughs> oh, no, sure. But that's the thing. If you get pictures of somebody doing something he shouldn't be doing potentially because he is a homosexual, you want that out in the public or you want to shave a few points for us? Yeah, that's you want to,
1: You want to shave points or shave genitals? Yeah, I like Did that. You, yeah,
3: you, you tested positive for cocaine and our, you know, exclusive drug testing program, do you want us to out-choose a cocaine user or you want to throw a game for us? Which do you want? Do you want a $20 million career or you want to be kicked out of the league? Take a pick.
1: I'd say cocaine, even though I'm gay. Okay. (laughs) But, I mean, that's how easy it is to get these
3: guys. All you have to do.
2: (laughs) Um, UFC, let's wrap it up
0: on the UFC. Well, real quick, I have a theory that gnarly equals integrity. Is there anything in your files that talk about the X Games? Because I feel like these guys, being the single sports, no. they say no, even though they, they, they piss like completely like argument. green, I feel like they are definitely probably probably the most honest people in sports. Because it's all they them. very
3: well that and golf, it's not a lot about golf either because it is an individual sport. You have to succeed on your own or you fail.
2: I mean, boxing and UFC is uh, is the
3: UFC rigged? Do you think? Oh, I'm sure certain of it. Sure, yeah. I'm sure it's happened. We were talking about golf. I mean, if it, Go ahead, Brian. But you look at the history of boxing. I mean, most people don't know the real history of boxing. But in the 19, from the end of World War II through the 1960s, boxing was literally controlled by one mobster named Frankie Carbo. He organized basically who fought who, where they fought, and a lot of times who won and who lost. And they sold that to NBC and CBS as Wednesday night and Friday night fights. You flash forward to now, you have Dana White basically in control of the UFC. They sold this to Fox for how many millions of dollars a year, and you don't think their matchmaking is making sure certain people face certain people, certain people win, and certain people lose when they need to to create the matchups they need for, for, for pay-per-view, to get people to pay $50 for one of these fights. They have to be doing it. It's been going on in boxing for decades. It still goes on in boxing today. You don't think that's happening in the UFC? You're crazy.
2: Uh, without, I mean, I th- I've seen matches where I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, in uh,
0: 2015, Wanderlei Silva, he spoke out saying Vandale. that.
2: Wanderlei. I'm sorry. I should not correct anybody's name, hey, anything, but that's I just, awesome. No, Wanderlei.
0: Yeah, he spoke out saying that UFC, not all mixed fights are matched, uh, fixed, but he was saying that there is definitely something going on. And, uh, oh, yeah. And actually, Tito Ortiz, in a Periscope interview, question, answer, Periscope, bro. Oh, I, Yeah. And That's so, my thing. Yeah, this is the Prince of Periscope, in case you didn't know, Brian.
1: You got it. And oh, uh, so
0: he Brian was answering questions, important. and in it we have a little video clip we're going to play, and he's responding to Vandalay.
1: Tito Ortiz. Vandalay. Here we go.
2: Vandalay. There we go. Here it is. So here
0: okay. It is. This here is, it is Cutting
1: Edge, and it's queued up. When oh, I beat him for the title, hit me the right hand. I felt like the earth went upside down. Okay. Vandalay talking about fixed fights. I don't know. I agree with him because I kick Bonners, or I kick. Uh,
3: force his ass the third time we fought I knocked him down three times I took him down four times I gave
2: him
1: an ass whipping and for the first time people go back and check that fight out for the first time in UFC history they give strikes attempted they credit him that for that Uh, strikes attempted what the fuck is strikes attempted so eventually talks about fixed fights possibly um that was a fixed fight I kicked his ass
2: where is he at? Where is he at? Is he is he at a gym or a uh, a gay bar? What is that, that music
0: in the background? It's a good soundtrack. Is there a difference?
2: Is there Come on. Uh I you know, I felt like the Conor McGregor versus uh uh Diaz second fight, it was in everybody's best interest including Diaz's that Conor won that fight.
1: So there could be a, so there could be a third one. Yep. Yeah, that happens all the time, right? You know, like yeah. It's all about setting up the next match. Judges,
2: judges. Yeah. Most
0: recently, um, you guys ever heard of Hun Taehun Bang? Taehung Bang, the UFC Korean fighter.
2: <laughs> that sounds great.
0: Yep. According to multiple reports, <laughs> South Korean media, the UFC lightweight allegedly admitted to police in his role of fighting fixed after receiving death threats from organized crime figures who wagered two billion Korean. Whoa. Which is only $100.7 million. Which
2: colored money is that on uh, Monopoly? Is that the blue one or the, the green one? Blue with like red stripes for okay, sure. Okay, cool. And
0: so uh, this investigation marks the first formal inquiry into fight fixing involving the UFC. A UFC official did not respond to the request or comment, including Bang's official status with the UFC. Oh. You
1: called him? You tried to contact UFC? I, no, this is for straight out of article. article. I, you can do some research. Yeah, Try to get hold that's of what him. Brian would do. He would research it, find out what's going on exactly in Korea. That you could break that story, Ryan. You've got the information. What's holding it. you back?
0: Bang bang! Hey, I need to go to Korea. Get some weirdness going on in me. Yeah,
1: there you for go. Sure. Well, you
0: uh, can write it off on your taxes. Man. Oh, snaps. Snaps.
2: snaps! snaps!
1: Snaps!
0: This was exciting to do something different outside the box of our normal uh, deep state tinfoil hat. All roads lead to Berlin or to Satan, so this money, is good. Here's my
2: whole thing, and we'll get to Aaron's final thoughts on it, but uh, money corrupts, power corrupts. Uh, you know, what you say about sports, Brian, is what I say about politics. There's no way these people who are de- dealing with trillions of dollars would just allow the outcome to be determined by a flip of a coin. You know, it's just it's, it's ridiculous to sit there and think... Well, the, I, th- I think
1: baseball is fairly pure at this, at this day and age.
2: Is there any I could chance? be wrong. I could hold be wrong. On, hold on.
1: Hold More on. More so than football. And, and Derek Jeter's last game. That, yeah, he hit a home run, didn't he? Or a game-winning hit. Yeah.
2: Game-winning hit. I mean, yeah, it's I,
1: possible that the pitcher threw, a, you know, threw him a fastball. You, you that think, happens. You,
2: you think you're too close to this? Is it too close? Is it too close?
1: Too, because I'm on the inside. It's your life? No. I, 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 yeah, I can I take it, what you're about to say. You don't
2: think that Major League Baseball—now, the only time that—you know, we didn't even get into the NFL, which the whole 9-11 thing. The only time that didn't work is when the Yankees lost to Arizona in the World Series, which I, I never thought that could have happened.
1: Yeah, that was uh, pretty unbelievable with uh, Luis Gonzalez getting the hit off. Marco yeah,
2: I'm sure Major League Baseball wasn't happy about that. No.
1: Well, it was Game 7. I don't think it, it it was okay either way. They made it to Game 7. I think the the Cubs winning last year was a big deal. They wanted the Cubs to win.
2: They, yeah, I get I think, that.
1: I think they did, or they want the Cubs just to go in the World Series. I'm I mean, sure. like, a
2: big thing with rigging is uh, the Cleveland Cavs lose LeBron James, and they get three, four of the next six first picks.
1: But they, they, it's known in the NBA about tanking, not even put, playing the guys at the end. You know, they don't even play them. Popovich won't play the guys. You know, that was unheard of years ago. And uh, it uh, takes away – if you're a fan and, you know, forget about – that's a different form of rigging, you know, in terms of, like, not playing your stars when they're completely healthy, just arrest them for the playoffs.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Brian, final thoughts. Uh, anything you want to plug, <laughs>
0: plug,
3: uh, plug, your book. plug? The best thing I'd say is if people are interested in this, they can go to my website, which is thefixesin.net. And uh, I do have a new book I'm writing, which hopefully will be out next year, but I really don't have a title for it. But my, all my other books are available through my website or on Amazon or wherever else you want to, you know, look for books. But I think uh, the main thing is, is my main point always is to people, is, look, sports are entertainment and sports are actually an entertainment industry. And they've argued this even before the Supreme Court, that they are entertainment and not sports. So, I mean, you have to look at these leagues in a completely different light. And if you take your fan hat off, and I think like the problem with your partner there is, is the fact that he can't necessarily get rid of that baseball hat just yet. Wait, how dare he, you, Brian? Because the, the problem is there's a lot of people I talk to will be like, hey, yeah, I agree with you, I agree with you, then I'll touch on the team or the sport they like, and then they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not that's yeah. no, no. it's it's Just like in Texas politics.
1: Georgia. I played the yeah. game, and I never – I didn't play Major League Baseball. I played Division One baseball. I never cheated. Nobody ever got to me.
2: Yeah, ever.
1: <laughs> I mean, you <laughs> never you. gave up a home run? I gave up home runs. Okay, I, so
0: they got to you. What would it oh. take? What would it take for them to get to
1: you? Uh, a few bucks so I can get a Prius and maybe a condo in the Valley. <laughs> there you go. Not, maybe a little A uh, 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 little lady. Yeah, I'd like to have a girlfriend one day, and a dog. I see you have a dog here. I'd be cool to have a dog. I you think know, I'm you gonna can end get
2: up- a dog. It's not that hard. It's <laughs> it's pretty probably pretty. a lot easier than getting FBI documents.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah but it, you got to take its responsibility.
2: Well, Brian, uh, <laughs> let's come back on when your book is coming out. We'd love to interview you again. You were excellent. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. And uh, no problem. Good luck with everything, and thank you for ruining uh, sports for me.
3: <laughs> That's what I do. That's what I'm known for. Take care. Nice job, Brian. Watch out
2: for Adam Silver.
3: (laughs) You have a good one, guys. Take care.
2: Awesome. All right, Aaron, final thoughts. Um, I do like that you did get a Hillary emails mention in the episode. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. But come on. I mean, even though you still believe in the bullshit facade of Democrats and Republicans, you don't go, why would you put that in your emails? (laughs) I don't. It's just funny that... We're not even remotely in politics, and this happened. <laughs> uh, in terms of game fixing, it is insane to me that nobody brought up the Globetrotters and the Washington Generals. Oh, nope, that's just, a good point. That's oh, the shit. most The biggest,
0: the <laughs> most They were
2: due to win! All right, guys, as always, it's everyone's favorite segment. You want to read these, Ryan? We yeah. read your comics on iTunes. Guys, go to iTunes, leave a comment. We will read them on Ooh. air. It's just,
0: yeah. So the most recent one, I love the show. Keep up the good work. The fact that Sam is obviously entrenched in these subjects but continuously to make stupid mistakes like getting someone's name wrong is a true testament to a real human behavior. And it sounds like Aaron is slowly coming around.
2: Yes, so He's guys. waking up. He's waking up. Guys, I was held back in first grade. I'm doing the best I can. Yep. Okay.
0: Here he goes. I've Let's listened do, to 12 yeah, yeah. hours of podcasts on a day on average. I think Ed Edwards, ah, we read this last time, but okay.
1: 12 Five hours of podcasts of, a day? Of,
2: Are there, Is that normal for some people? Well, I mean, he's obviously doing some kind of work. Like, he's probably uh, that guy who's in that super secret group in the FBI.
0: Yeah, when I did construction, I'd listened about 8 to 12 hours a day. He Are just, you serious? Yeah, I'd be hearing you in my head all the time.
1: I listen to radio still. Just I'm, I'm I'm conditioned to terrestrial radio and yeah
2: I like uh, Fox, uh, five seventy final yeah. thoughts.
1: Final thoughts. It was uh, a fun podcast. It's always nice to be here. How great was it? It, it? well, you know, I know that the NBA has been. It's just accepted that it's rigged. Whereas I don't think baseball is rigged, <laughs> and I think ba- and I think football has the the referee and the, the you know the more the gamblers. NBA is rigged for entertainment. Football. Football's rigged for oh, gambling. Come on, the tuck rule. Get out of here. And baseball. Tuck rule's retarded. Not
2: rigged. Baseball's I cannot believe you say that.
1: <laughs> I can. I think it's I think it's
2: Oh, okay. How about this? How about all of those guys got busted for PDs and they didn't release
1: that forever? Well, that's a different story.
2: Oh, look how the look how it all changes!
1: I didn't think about the, that.
2: <laughs> okay,
1: I'm talking about balls and strikes. I'm talking about.
2: It's just like you know, people think everybody is just evil, except for ones people they care for.
1: Well, I mean, you're right about the the steroid usage, but. Baseball's at a good place right now. These guys are so athletic. The Mike Trouts, the Bryce Harper's, the Aaron Judge. The home runs, these guys are really strong. Juice balls?
2: Juice balls!
1: I'm okay with it.
2: But are the
1: balls juice? They may be. And it makes the game more exciting, but good pitching always needs good hitting.
0: We love you guys. We love you guys. Check us out tinfoil hat pod on Instagram and check us out at the email if you want to hear any guests or anyone you want in the studio. Tinfoil Hat Pod at Gmail.
1: Thank you so much. Could you get, could you get a tinfoil hat at Lids? I'm yes. seven I'm seven and three eighths. Alright.
2: Thank you guys. Take care.